Ministry in conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level introduced to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastor Kolo Prince. God bless you as you listen. Lord Jesus, even if it means suffering, I just want to be close to Thee. I just want to be close to Thee. This is my earnest desire. This is my cry. There's nothing the world can offer that is more than you, Lord, to me. You are more than everything to me. You are more than life. You are my everlasting portion. Blessed be God forever. In Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. You're welcome again. There's no other thing that our heart can be panting for that is more than to be close to him. Being close to him is the end of all the struggles. Turns all of our fears to victory. Being close to him is the answer to every question in our lives. Being close to him makes a way where there seems to be no way. If there's any other thing our heart pants for that is more than being close to him, we have missed it. Are we saying amen? Now last time we started discussing on who is a disciple. Who is a disciple? Say first a disciple is that person who has been born again. Hallelujah. A disciple is first of all one who has become born again. Somebody who is not born again cannot be in discipleship. You are not a disciple. You are not a disciple. Because you don't have the nature of Christ in you. You don't have that nature that God's word is the only food that that nature feeds on. The only way that nature can grow is by the word of God. And that's why Jesus speaking in Matthew chapter 11 verses 28. He said, come unto me all of you that labor and are heavy. I will give you rest. Look at the second rest again. In verse 29, he said, Take my yoke, learn of me, for you are meek and I'm lonely in heart. And you find what? Rest unto your soul. Now, you see double rest. You see the first rest. You see the second rest. Now, many of us got the first rest after we became born again. Many didn't even go for the first rest. Now, the second rest is what many of our churches has not shown us that. Where you stopped is in the first rest. Come unto me, all that labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you what? I'll give you rest. Now, after he said come, now whenever you come, you remember the scripture in Acts, Acts chapter 26, verse 18. Now, look at what Christ would do in Acts 18 as he gave our brother Paul that revelation on his way to Damascus to annihilate the children of God, Jesus encountered him. And Jesus showed him what he does. 
whenever he meet a man. So what is that? It says first to open their what? Their eyes. To turn them from darkness to what? To light. From the power of Satan unto who? To God. To forgive their what? Their sins. And to bring them into what? Inheritance. As children of God. By faith that is where? In Christ alone. By faith that is where? In Christ alone. Not faith in any other thing. Now see. What is he trying to show us? Whenever any man get born again. What happened to you was that your eyes got opened. Now listen. This early morning when I woke up as I was doing my morning devotion. I was trying to have a reflection. Of what happened in my life. Before I became born again. I confirm that this scripture is true. I confirm that this scripture is true. I could remember when my eye was holding. When I was blind. Walking up and down. Doing so many experiments with my life. And I never knew it's experiment. Because my eye was blind. I can't see anything. I was walking in darkness. I was walking in darkness. Under the influence and the power of the devil. And if anybody tell me, then I'll say, forget about it. You don't know what you're saying. You don't know what you're saying. But when Jesus came into my life and I became born again, what happened? My eyes got open. My eyes got open. God carried me out of darkness into his light. The power of the devil was broken over my life. You remember I said, it's not coming to sit down. That is the matter. The matter is coming to sit down to understand what they are saying and to apply it in your life. That is what makes a difference. That's what makes a difference. If anybody genuinely encounter Christ, listen, there is something I want you to know today. If somebody genuinely encounter Christ, the person's eyes must be open. It's compulsory. Tell everybody, the whole, everybody in the whole world that this is what the pastor you met said. If it's Christ you encountered, your eyes must be open to that translation said to your true condition. To your true condition. He knew Apostle Paul, he never knew his true condition. He was thinking that actually he was working for, for God. <laughs> Until the day Jesus met him. And when Jesus caused him to go blind and he asked Jesus, who are you? And Jesus said, I am that Jesus that you are persecuting. He said, wait, wait, wait. You mean you are real? He said, yes, I'm real. <laughs> he said, I'm real. Now listen to me. You are working against the one you should be working for. You are working against the one you should be working for. He said, Lord, what will you have me do? What will you have me do? That is always the case of any man who encountered Jesus genuinely. There is a turning, a turning from that point. Because his eyes get open. He will say, ah, is this my condition? Is this the way my life has been? All this while. Ah, ah, ah. Unfortunately, such conviction is no more in the church again. Unfortunately, such conviction has left the church. They have asked the Holy Ghost, go. Let's do it our own way. 
So when you come on Sunday, you stand there and say, anybody who wants to be rich, number one step is that you must pay your tithe. You must do this and that. After you finish, unbelievers will line up. Who don't want to be rich? He wants to be rich. So you have taught him the principles of Christ. You have not shown him the person of Jesus. And the person of Jesus cannot appear and leave your eyes blind. Whenever Jesus appears, what he does is that he opens your eye to see your true condition. To see your true condition. Look at Nicodemus, for example. Nicodemus, a teacher of the law. So you might even be a pastor. When Jesus actually appears, he shows you your true condition. He will show you your true condition. Do you know the reason? He don't want you to remain in darkness. He wants to carry you out of darkness to light. From the power of the devil unto God. He wants you to receive genuine forgiveness of sin. And an inheritance. Which he has reserved for you. As you believe in him alone. Are we saying amen? So we say that being born again. It's compulsory. It's not whether you like. Or you don't like. It's compulsory. You must be born again. Jesus speaking. To Nicodemus said, you must be born again. That which is born of the flesh is what? Flesh. That which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. The flesh cannot help himself. Even the sin is committing. He don't want to commit it, but because he's born of the flesh, he has no choice to be committing. He's a slave to sin. Until the day he's born of the water and of the spirit, he will remain like that. Is somebody understand what I'm saying? Please, can somebody understand what I'm saying here? So, before you talk about discipleship, this must first of all take place. It's not something to play with. It's not something to joke with. It's not something that if I finish preaching one thing like that, I say one day, you must be born again, you must be born again, you must be born again. No, being born again is not what you present by trick. Uh -uh. You don't present being born again by trick. Uh -uh. Don't present it by trick. You are trying to present some people to be born again by trick. <laughs> you have finished teaching people about finance. You now tell them the way they can be financial empowered is that they have to be born again. No. You are preaching it by trick. Is preaching being born again by what? By trick. Is that how Jesus preached? Jesus went to Nicodemus and said to Nicodemus, okay, you must be what? That which is born of the flesh is what? That which is born of the spirit is what? Nicodemus, do you understand what I'm saying? Mr. Nicodemus, flesh and blood can never inherit the kingdom of God, no matter what they do. If they like, let them wash touch. If they like, let them give offering. If they like, let them give tithe. If they like, let them do anything. Let them be the best friend to pastor. Nico, you must be born again. There's no way out. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Now, when you become born again, you inherit the nature of God. That's when we start talking about a lizard and Korokodai. They look alike Trophos. They look alike Trophos. But is there any way you can now transfer the food of Korokodai to lizard in order to get a Korokodai? Is it possible? If you like feed that lizard 100 years, it will be what? 
He'll be what? He'll be what? The highest he can do is what? Eh? What's the highest he can do? Eh? He will change. No, he will change the skin. He will change the skin. And come out again and do head like this. Do head like this. It will still be lizard. There's nothing that he will do. Do you know the reason? The nature. It's in the nature. It's in the nature. It's not in food. It's in the nature. So no matter how you feed an unbeliever with the word of God, no matter how he go to Bible class, no matter the pastor that preach him, he will remain an unbeliever. He can never be a believer. He can never be born again that way. He can never change. He can never grow. He can never grow. He can never grow. He will remain the same. That's why some people we have met in the church 12 years back, they are still that people they are 12 years up to now. Can somebody bear witness to this? Is somebody bearing any witness to this? If you still come to him again and say, did you understand what is in Matthew chapter 3 verse 3? I said, nani, I got a queer, since you are not a queer. He said, but you know, never before me, I said, nani, man, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to him. But all the people who are not a queer, he has been there since. Because it's not in his nature to understand it. It's not in his nature to understand it. No matter how you feed him with God's word, he can't grow. He can't grow. He remains a baby forever and ever. He remains a baby forever and ever. And that's why we say, discipleship can never benefit any man who has not repented. It can't benefit you. It can't benefit any man who has not repented. It can't benefit the man. So the issue of getting people to repent, come back to Christ, and receive the spirit of God, the nature of Christ is very, very important. It's a labor that we cannot make light of. And anyone around you who is not yet born again, you must know that no matter what you are trying to do in that life, it's useless. And that's why we keep talking about unbelievers marrying believers. Believer going to marry an unbeliever. So you can imagine when a believer marry an unbeliever. You don't enter with that. You have entered. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So it's a matter that you cannot wave like this. It's a very serious matter. Don't joke with it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's why it's important. This matter of being born again is where almost everything hinges on. You can't think about going up and down without you not being born again. You must be sure. You claim you are serving the Lord. No, it doesn't work like that. You must be sure. When do you become born again? How do you become born again? Are you sure? Is there witness in me? Did I encounter Christ? What happened in my life when I encountered Christ? What happened in my life? Did he end sin? And the taste of sin? The hunger for unrighteousness? Did it die in me? Did the flesh stop ruling my life? If this thing didn't happen, that's a problem. When I encountered Christ, sin died immediately. It died immediately. The test for sin, the hunger for it died. You look at sin and say, no, you don't have power over me. Can somebody say amen? Now, immediately after that, the next thing that is very important, which is a major omission, 
is the issue of the yoke. Hallelujah. So the second person whom you can call a disciple is one who has yielded his neck to carry Jesus' yoke. So the next one is the person who has yielded his neck to carry the yoke of Christ. Matthew chapter 11 verses 29. So after being born again, if you look at that scripture, that is where the church missed it. Even me, it happened to me. Because the people that taught or didn't teach us well, God's desire is that as soon as you become born again, anyone who taught you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Should be able to teach you. And say, look at Jesus standing before you, saying, take my eye and learn off, learn from me. Is somebody there? So once you become born again, the next thing you see is Jesus standing before you. He's not giving you one second. Jesus is not giving you one day to take a decision. He's not asking you to move an inch. Immediately you say, Jesus, I surrender to you. I surrender my life to you. And he freed you from the power of sin, the power of the devil, the power of every demon. That's why I say, if you say you are born again and you say there is still demon pursuing you, no. Stop that. If you are born again, Jesus delivers you from the power of the devil. Don't you see what we read now? He opens your eye and carries you out of darkness. Where the demons operate is not in light, it's in darkness. The Bible said he will carry you from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. The kingdom of his dear son is the kingdom of light, not the kingdom of darkness. So where every demon operates, afflict people, is in the kingdom of darkness, not in the kingdom of his son. So if that person actually encountered Christ and became born again, there is a carrying over from that kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of what? Of his dear son. The power of the devil must lose you because that power is what makes all those affliction, the demons and the rest of them, Jesus delivers you immediately. The only other way that the devil can ever torment a child of God is when that child of God is still a child. He refused to grow. And that's why Jesus said, discipleship is very important because it's for your growth. You remember that scripture? Galatians. He said, as long as the hair is a child, there's no difference between him and what? And the slave. So he's still under elementary. That's a translation say, he's under elementary, all these demon elementary spirits. Uh, they are tormenting him. They'll be tormenting him. They will slap him and say, you don't know you're right. But once he grow, he overgrow that nonsense. He overgrow that rubbish. Demon cannot near him again. He knows. Can somebody understand what I'm saying now? Now, go back to Matthew 11. So whenever we become born again, we have rest from sin and devil. All right? So you must yield your neck. You must yield your neck. Not by force. Jesus won't force you. The next thing God expected you to do is to yield your neck willingly so that you can be yoked with Christ. You can be yoked with Christ. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. For I am meek and am lonely in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Verse 30. For my yoke is easy, 
and my burden is light. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. You are not yet a disciple of Christ until the day you take the yoke. The same way you gave your life to Christ is the same way you come out willingly and say, Lord, yoke me to yourself. Yoke me to yourself. That's where our problem started. Any believer you see, they say the believer backslide. It's as a result that the believer didn't take the yoke of Christ. Are you understanding what I'm saying? No, there's no yoke. There's no yoke. If there is yoke, we are yoked together. Did you understand what I'm saying? We are yoked together. That's why Jesus said, my yoke is easy. Now me and him, we are yoked together. I am going this direction. Where will he be going? Please, where will he be going? Did you understand that actually Jesus yoking us to himself is to help us? Is to help us. Now, if I'm going with Jesus, I want to branch here and tap something. What would Jesus do? He would drag me because he won't go there. Would Jesus want to tap anything? What would he be doing? He'll be carrying me and be going where he's going. Then if I insist I want to go here, what will happen to me? What do you think that will happen to me? Something must happen to my neck. Somebody's not understanding what I'm saying. Listen, if you yoke yourself with Christ, that's what they don't like. They still love the flesh. When you yoke yourself with Christ, if you want to go here, what would Jesus do? They will drag you. So many of them don't like that. And Jesus asked them, is it not easier that I turn your neck as we are going, I will heal you again. Than that I leave you, you go this direction and they will catch you there and kill you and send you to hell. Is it not easier? Come, he said my yoke is easy. Is it not easier as you want to catch a babe, I will drag you out of that place than that I leave you here. You stay with the babe. You know your destiny is finished. The devil has returned you back to darkness where you're coming from. Is that one better? Is that what you want? That's what Jesus was saying in verses 30. He said, my own yoke is easy. My own burden is light. My yoke is easy for you. My burden is light. If Jesus is carrying you, you want to do Yahoo Yahoo, he will not let you. A tall paper man walk. A towards a man walk, a towards a man walk, or frustrate He will make sure that it's not working for you. So when it's not working, you have everything. You have everything. And now they say they don't want that one. I'm talking about the ones who are already born again, who don't have any yoke on their neck. Anytime Jesus delivers you, you are free, and your neck is free. You understand what I'm saying? There's nobody who ever one time was an unbeliever whom the devil didn't yoke. He yoked you that time that you are an unbeliever. So when Jesus came, he broke the yoke of the devil and set you free. Your neck became free. But if you can see, Jesus stood immediately and said, take my own yoke. It can be dangerous for you to walk away Without any yoke. The enemy when he sees. There is no yoke. He will come back again. He will yoke you again. And when he yoked you this time. It will be worse. It will be worse. If you see some pastors that backslide. To get them back. Very difficult. Only grace can get them back.
if these men fall off, they go full length for the devil. They go full length. We must get this power. Since it's power that will give us the money. Up there like this, so you don't chicken. Or like this, or not guard like this. I say power go flow, power go flow. Okay, man. Okay, man. Now watch the okay, man. You will think there's anything they want to do, but what is making him charge like that is that they went to one Babaloa. And then the man has told him it go happen. And you see him jumping up and down. The next thing you do, you bring out his concussion, you throw it like this. People fall. I said, now, Pastor, I ain't going to go power. The next Sunday, anybody that need that concussion to come to him, 10,000. 10, now, the only way we can get people off those mess, they must see the yoke of Christ. Any man that is not under the yoke of Christ, forget about it. The enemy will yoke you again. For sure, he must yoke you. The Bible says, whenever you cast out an evil spirit out of a man, what does he do? He goes out. But he do what? He be rolling about. He say, at a time you say, no, I can't be walking like this. Let me check whether my home is clean. When it's clean for me, he will come around and check. Once his home is clean, what will he do? He move out. He say, I will you call seven demons that are Alfonso did not say he will bring his mate. He bring those ones that are stronger than him and say, come. They will not come and abode here. He said the case of the man will be well, worse than the wolf. Do you see the reason why Jesus is insisting? Take my yoke. Take it. If you don't take my yoke, the wicked will yoke you again. And you won't even know. And gradually you are growing from that place. And you will not know that it's a yoke. You won't know that that is a yoke. The enemy has come to yoke you back. And you discover there will be a time. If you are lying now. Once the lie hits the thing. You first dance Atlanta. Hey, 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 hey. There will be nothing again that will be telling you. What you are doing is bad. Nothing again will tell you. The whole of your flesh will tell you, you are on point. You are on point. In a good deal. Now deal. Or deal. So when Christ said, take my yoke. Take my yoke. He said, my own yoke is easy. Because it can make you at times that you will not eat food. You will see a clear deal that you will do. You buy everything you need. But if you just refuse to say that one lie, you won't get the money. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Jesus said, that is my yoke. Take it. It's easy. Relax. Relax. A guy might come around and say, I'll marry you now. I'll marry you. Won't I marry you? That's the easiest language they are using to tie ladies now. Marry. Marry. I'll marry you. One day here, I'll marry you. Huh? Even when the lady say no, no, it will not come that day. But I've said I'll marry you. I'll marry you. What is this? I'll marry you. 
if he will marry you, don't you know the way? Don't you know what to tell him? Don't he know what to do? And when Jesus said, take my yoke, most of us think he's trying to tie us down. This old school Jesus. If he see flashy guy, if somebody wants to see you, will be dragging the person, dragging the person, dragging the person, dragging the person. If he see flashy phone, he wants to see his there, leave it, leave it, let's be going where we are going. Ah, oh, Jesus, wait, I beg, let somebody see iPhone. Because Jesus is carrying you to something that is more important. Jesus don't carry you to where you be watching phone and watching other things. He prefer carrying you where you be producing phone. And you won't even think about it. You see focus on things that are more important. Listen, if my little work with Christ have discovered, how did Jesus work? Every day if I want to stop for one nonsense, say, what are you doing with this rubbish? Let's go. Let's go. There is a place I'm carrying you to. I will carry you to a place where if you get there, you become the envy of your world. Follow me. Follow me. Do you know many of us that took his yoke halfway, they break it and say, no, let's go away. Ask me, where are they today? Ask me, where are they today? Some of them fell into a pit. Some of them get back to darkness. Some of them are yoked back again. Some of them under affliction of the devil. You cannot walk with your neck free of the yoke of Christ. You can't. You can never. Let me tell you the truth. You can never walk and claim that you are free. You are not free. Watch one day. The devil will yoke you back. So it's a matter. You can't call yourself a child of God and you have no yoke on you. The yoke of Christ is there. Jesus is not a liar. Jesus does not lie. He said, I have a yoke. Jesus said, I have a yoke. Take it. That's what he said. Jesus did not come and say, no, all things are well. Can you say it is well? Can you say it is well? Can you say your neighbor is working for you? Can you say 12 hallelujahs and 17 Jesus is Lord? It's not what Jesus said. What he said that I have a yoke. Take it. That's the way you can be free. Take my yoke. But because they didn't understand that this yoke is for what? For the good of the people. That this yoke is to keep us. Jesus, look at when I saw Christ saying, my yoke is easy. I discovered that actually when he says something is easy, it means that it is easier than the other one. Did you understand what I'm saying? You know, Jesus is not a liar. He doesn't lie. He tells people the truth. So that you will not pet people. They start following Jesus. Jesus in you, my God. Jesus. You go fast. It's part of his yoke. It's part of Jesus' yoke. You have to fast. You have to wake up in the night and stay for midnight. You have to sit down and study his word to know him intimately. It's part of his yoke. It's part of his yoke. It's not this. Honey, honey. Don't touch her. A child you are training like that, can they fast? Can they stand and challenge the devil? Can your own children stand the enemy at the gate? Can they stand the enemy at the gate? I know a true Christian 
When battle come now, he stopped eating food immediately. He didn't plan for fast. I know through Christians, when there is battle now, they hear some news now. You are bringing salad. They tell you, I don't need it again. There's a news they had now. Just now, they are bringing salad for them. They said, Ish, stop. Carry the food out. Who is the devil? They cannot eat again the next 24 hours. They shut the mouth of the devil and get him off the way. Us talking about a Christian. That is the joke Christ wants to give to us that people don't want. When Jesus said, take the yoke, they said no. So when you have Jesus' yoke, it makes you to forget about yourself. Jesus' yoke makes you to forget yourself. You won't even remember yourself. So when I see this man, how they follow them, I say it's glorious. You know, when you see man of God coming like this, in entourage, are you understanding what I'm saying? Hi! we still like this and be watching them. That was what I was looking at. <laughs> so when Jesus started teaching so many things, I began to learn. I say, ah, if we are all learning of Christ, there are so many foolishness we have acted that would have said, no, I will not act this one. I won't. If you like doing anything, I won't. I will not act this foolishness. I will not act it. Listen, there are certain things we need to do. We need to know. There are certain things we need to know. If we don't understand that, then there's a problem. So, we can't know it until we take the yoke of Christ. You see, I don't want to rush this. I want to take it easy because it's so important. This is another key that is so important. He said, having had rest from sin and the devil, the disciple voluntarily yields his neck under the yoke of the Lord Jesus Christ so as to be taught and nurtured by him until he, the disciple, becomes like Jesus. So this teaching will help you to know where you are. Are you a disciple of Christ? Have you taken his yoke voluntarily? Have you deliberately said, Lord, here I am. I can't leave my neck just like that. You know, we say, give your life to Christ and people will come. That same way, Jesus is saying, take my yoke. People need to come again. So I call for another altar call. Have you taken the yoke of Christ? If you have not, rise at your feet and say, Lord, I yield my neck to your yoke today. If you are the person Jesus is talking to, can you rise on your feet? Talk to Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, today I take your yoke. Talk to him. I understood what it means to be a disciple today. I want to be your disciple. I take your yoke willingly. I give my neck to you deliberately. Nobody is forcing me. I heard your word the same way I heard your word and gave my life to Christ. Today, I yield my neck to you. Jesus, I yoke myself together with you. Only what you permit, I will do. Only what you approve, I will eat. Where you say I should go, I will go. The woman you want me to marry, I'll marry. The job you want me to take, I will take. From today, it's not what I want again, but what you want. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sports Circle. At Sud E23, C2C Plaza, Mpokiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. 
Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090 Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Angel words ever do, changing me.